The greatest power in the universe is life, and it's in you. Every moment, every hour, every day, month, and year, you gain more experience, more ability, more power. Go be great. You're listening to the Go Be Great podcast with Travis Wood Sr. Inspiring you to strive for greatness in everything, everywhere, every time. Be great. great day. Welcome to the Go Be Great Experience. I am your host, Travis Wolf Sr., and you are great. Thank you guys so much for joining us on the Go Be Great Experience. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you for watching. We are so grateful for you. If you're watching on Instagram or Facebook, whatever, thank you guys so much. We really appreciate you tuning in. If you're listening on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you're listening, thank you guys so much for listening. We are so grateful for you guys, and we really, really appreciate all the likes, shares, comments, all of the uh, reviews. Thank you guys for your input, helping us to make the podcast better. We are truly grateful for you. Guys, today, I just really want to talk about something that I think is really important, especially, well, I don't know if especially, but... For sure, for us parents out there, many of us are parents and many of us, we have children that may or may not appreciate our parenting style. And, you know, when I was younger, I used to be very upset often. I used to be um, constantly blaming my parents for my situations and blaming their, their parenting style or, in my opinion at the time, their lack thereof, um, that... I used to think that their rearing got me to where I was, and um, I used to, you know, be very ungrateful for the things that they that they taught me. But can you imagine if you have children today, right? Many of you who are watching or listening, you have children. Can you imagine giving them your best, doing everything that you could possibly do with the circumstances that you had presented to you at that time, doing your absolute best for your children, and then your children just talking about you in a, in a, in a negative way, saying that what you're doing wasn't good, or you know wagging their finger at you, blaming you for whatever their situation is, or saying you weren't a good parent. You know, I realized that we only can teach people what we know. So depending on how you were raised or whatever, you know, um, rearing that you had growing up, coupled with whatever life experiences that you had, you can only teach your children what you know. And as opposed to us, um, well, not us, but, you know, youth out there, as opposed to the youth out there or children being upset at their parents or even people just being upset at other people for the things that they have, you know, taught them or ways that they've taught them that may not have been preferable for you in today. What if you knew that they could only teach you what they know? Like what if instead of you being angry at them, you were like, you know what, they did their best. They can only teach me what they knew. You know, although my father might not have been when I was younger, in my opinion, might not have been the greatest, um, didn't do the things that I wanted him to do as a father. He could only do what he knew. He could only teach me what he knew. He can only tell me what he knew. He only knew how to raise me, how he was raised, or how he had certain experiences. He could only give me what he got from those experiences. And how can I be mad at him because he didn't, my father didn't tell me he loved me till I was 21 years old. And he told me he loved me after him and I had an argument. Um, I called him to tell him that I wanted to get married to my wife, Diana, at the time, my girlfriend. And he was like, you know, he had just gone through a situation where it wasn't the greatest. He was going through a divorce. And I'm not going to put their business out. But 
he was going through a divorce. So he, the reasons why he had went through the divorce, um, or the reasons that he thought was the reasons why he was going through the divorce, he thought that he saw those things happening in my situation, potentially. So he tried to avoid that. Um, in his mind, he was trying to save me from going through a bad relationship or going through a potential divorce if I got married to this woman. And um, I let him know that I wasn't calling you to get your permission. I was calling you just to let you know. You know, I wasn't trying to get your blessing or your permission. I was calling you to let you know what I'm going to be doing. And just to give you the, you know, the respect as my father, letting you know, hey, I'm going to be marrying this woman. And um, at the end of the conversation, for the first time and the last time, he told me he loved me. And I thought about it when I heard it, like, wait, I've never heard my dad tell me he loved me all my life. So I was kind of upset at him for that. Like, how could you not tell your son that you loved him? And then when I, when I wrote my book, uh, Go Be Great, Overcome and Win, when I wrote my book, I asked my father to interview him for the book. And um, when I talked to him, he told me that his, when his mother died, that was the only person he ever thought or felt loved him in his life. He never felt love from anyone else. And this is him telling me this is what he felt. He never felt love all his life. So when his mom died, he didn't know how to love or ever be loved again. So he said that he didn't love my mother. He didn't love his children. He said, I, don't, I didn't love you, God. I don't love you. Like I, I was doing what a father is supposed to do, take care of his children. And when my mother died, he said that when his mother died, the last thing she said to him was, Warren, take care of your children. Take care, Warren, take care of those kids. That's her exact words per him, right? So if that's all he knew was his responsibility to take care of his children, he didn't know love or how to love his children, how could I be upset at him for not loving me? He didn't know how to love. He did the best that he could with what he knew. So I couldn't hold that. I can't hold that against him, right? So... I say that to say this, like some of us might be upset or angry at certain people in our lives for certain things that they may have done, or you might feel like they treated me a certain way, or they didn't treat me the way I wanted to be treated, but we only know what we're taught. You don't come into this world with all the knowledge of the world, with all the experiences that you have today. You didn't come in this world knowing what you know now. You learned it over time through experience and by what you were taught. And a lot of the way we were raised has an influence on how we act in this world today. Um, there's some, like my children will never act like I acted growing up. Well, they had the choice. I can't say they will never, but they had the choice to act differently. The way I grew up, I didn't know anything, but I'll give you another quick story. A friend of mine and I were talking one day. Um, I forgot exactly what we were talking about, but I remember saying, I used to watch The Walking Dead with my wife. It was like one of the ways that we spent time together. We watched The Walking Dead. And um, we watched the show together. And I remember um, the young man, Carl. And I was saying, you know, I was telling, um, you guys know what happened with Carl, right? Um, when that happened to Carl, if you're, watching, if you're a Walking Dead fan, if you're not, I don't want to ruin it for you. But um, when things started happening to Carl um, as, he got, as he was older, I was like, man, you know, Carl's starting to really act crazy, you know, and, you know, the thing that happened to him, it happened because he started acting crazy. Like, he started doing all these crazy things that just were out of this world. And my, you know, I was kind of like, I was getting tired of him acting, acting like that, you know, it's like, why are you doing that? And then my friend said to me, you know, Trav, Carl came up in a different time. Like, he came up in, 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 in a time where there was a zombie apocalypse. Like, he's not going to act 
normal. He's going to act like that. So th- the way he's acting is normal to him in his time. That's all he knows. That's all he knows. So I used to think, you know, like, you can only do what you know. Like, if you grew up in a zombie apocalypse time, you're not a zombie apocalypse, period. You're not going to act like you would act in a normal time period because it's different. You only and he was he was young when that was introduced to him, so he grew up in that, you know. So if you're raised in a family where all you know is poverty, where all you know is pain and suffering and hardship, you don't grow up with the same options or opportunities or different ways of doing things as a family who's not in who doesn't grow up in poverty. My children, my, my son was poor for all of eight months of his life from the time he was born, I got a job once he, I got a, I got a job with the police department eight months after he was born. So my son does, didn't grow up poor. He didn't know what poverty was like. You know, Anaya grew up a little bit, you know, in poverty because um, she was four, I think, when Travis was born, four or five. So she's around four or five when Travis was born. So Anaya knew a little bit of poverty, right? But Today, my children don't know what that's like. You know, thank you, God. You know, my, my children don't know what that's like. But so when I, the choices that they're making in their lives are different than the ones that I made because I grew up poor. So if they're, they don't have certain, they, 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 don't, they only know certain options, whereas I only knew certain options. And the things that I did and the things that I thought, the way I believed, you know, my paradigm was molded based off of what I knew, my environment, you know, um, and my upbringing, they have a different environment and different upbringing. So their paradigm is being molded by that. So when they do or when they do certain things in their life, they'll only do what they know, you know, and I did what I only could do what I knew. So I, I try to think about that when I see them taking certain actions, you know, I try to adjust their behavior or course correct them based off of what I knew and where I came from in my life, you know, and it's, I think that's a little bit unfair because they don't know the same things that I knew. You know, I can't say, well, if you do this, that'll happen because when I was younger, I did this and that happened because their life is different than mine, you know, so I can't really judge what they do or be upset at what they do because they only know what they know and I can't hold grudges against them and I don't think they can hold grudges against me as they get older. You know, they can't say, well, my dad did this, or my dad did that. You know, they will be able to say this. My dad tried his best. My dad did his best. You know, and that's all I can do is do my best. So before they hold a grudge against me or before I hold a grudge against my parents or somebody else in my life who's treating me a certain type of way, I have to remember they, can, they only can act or do or treat me how they know how to act or do or treat another person. So I hope that I hope that all makes sense. It was just a thought that I had, and I thought that I should share it with you guys because when you talk to a lot of people um, who have issues, right? They call them or daddy issues or you know mommy issues or whatever, whatever they call them. You know, they blame a lot of the things that they do and their actions that they take on their upbringing, you know, and what their parents did to them. And I just think it's a little bit unfair to you, the individual who's doing the blaming, as well as the person who is, who you're putting the blame on. I think it's unfair to all parties involved 
to to judge their behavior or take it too personal when if you know they love you and they're trying their best, they can only do what they know. They can only do what they know. As I, I was on the phone today with a friend and my sister, and I was talking to Tom and Serena about um, how a lot of people talk about generational curses, right? And I don't necessarily, I'm not going to put my opinion on that. It doesn't matter at this point. But when we're talking about generational curses, I think um, the curse is not necessarily a curse. It's just, in my opinion, I think it's more of the knowledge that you have, the wisdom that you have, the understanding that you have because of what was passed down to you. See, when I, w- I was poor, I was poor because all I knew to how to do was be poor. My, and uh, my father didn't strive to be wealthy. My mother didn't strive to be wealthy. So, and my foster parents didn't strive to be wealthy. So all I knew was poverty. I was homeless when I was 16. So nobody who raised me up until that age taught me how to be wealthy. They don't, they didn't teach me about investments. They didn't teach me about real estate. They didn't teach me about the stock market. They didn't teach me about investing in businesses or growing a business for myself or, or, or they taught me how to work for people. They taught me I should go to school, get a good get good grades, get a good job, and then retire at 40, making half the money I was making when I, when I was actually working. I'm sorry, retire after 40 years of working and then end up 60 something years old, making half the money I was making when I was working. And then because I'm and but the cost of living keeps going up. And but my pension's only half of what I was making. So now I can barely afford to live. So I have to get a part-time job at 65 years old to support my, like, that's what I learned. I didn't learn how to build wealth and build businesses. And I, so we're teaching our children that now, we're learning that later on in life. So we're teaching our children that now, but I was poor because nobody taught me that. So I had to break that break that way of thinking. I had to break that, 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 that system that was in place where all we taught our children was what we knew, which was poverty. My parents' parents didn't know anything but that. My parents' parents, a lot of people in my family, you know, were involved in drugs and crime, but that's what they knew, right? They didn't know wealth. You know, if you know a certain thing and you make a different decision, you know, that's great because we all do have choices once we get a certain age. We all do have choices. But when you're young and you're kind of forced into a situation, forced to live a certain way based on how your parents live, you know, you don't really have many choices. So you can only get what you can get at that time, you know, until you're old enough to make your own decisions and go out there and try to find new information and change your situation. So I had to break that that cycle for my family where I passed down ignorance, generational ignorance, right? And rather than a curse, I had to pass down that generational ignorance. I was the first person in my family to go to college and complete it. You know, um, I had to break that, that, that generational, you know, cycle and that generational ignorance where I didn't want education. I realized how important education was at the time. I felt it was important, uh, a collegiate style of education. Um, I'm not pushing it on anybody because uh, I don't believe that I, we should do that. But at the time for me... I was poor and homeless, and I knew if I went to college, I could get on campus and get housing, get you know, get a meal plan, and I can make something out of myself if I had that education. That's how I felt. So I did that, and I, I broke that cycle for my family. Now, my, my kids at least saw me go to college, so they know that that's a possibility for them. 
they might not believe that it's necessary for them, um, or they might not want to do it. But uh, although my daughter did try a little bit of college, she did do some community stuff, um, and my son, he's up in the air. He doesn't know what he's going to do. He's still 13, so not really that important right this second. But, you know, they saw something different. So now they have choices, and their children are going to have choices based on what they learned from us, my children learned from us, and what they passed down. I also realized that when I was in poverty that all I knew was that, and then I could only teach my children poverty. And I didn't want my children to live like I lived or have those, or not have choices. I want them to have choices. So I had to make a choice at that time to learn about wealth and to learn how to become um, successful financially and in, in other areas of my life so that my children could have those choices and they can pass those choices down to their children. You know, so I'm kind of, I want to wrap this up and I, I'm kind of, um, I feel like I'm getting a little bit redundant here, but I just really wanted to make sure that we all knew the importance of one thing, which is not blaming or at least understanding that people can only teach us what they know. And the other thing is, I don't think it's imp- I don't think it's a good idea to hold hold things against people who, especially our parents, who tried their best but can only teach us what they knew. And then the other thing is, I I really don't. I really think it's important to break those generational that generational ignorance. I think it's important to break those generational cycles. And also, it might be important not to call them curses either because we perpetuate it. If, it, if, if you think it's a curse and you keep saying it's a curse it's, and you keep passing that down, you're going to perpetuate that idea that it's a curse. And it's not easy to break curses, right? But it's easy to make a choice to do things differently. And if you stop passing down generational ignorance and you pass down knowledge and a wealth of it, then you give people choices and they don't have to follow the mold, um, you know, that this, you know, so-called, that this, that many generations of people have followed and perpetuate this so-called curse. So I hope that all makes sense, guys. I I just really wanted to put that out there and let you guys kind of get an idea of what I was talking about, what I was feeling with that. And I really hope that it makes sense to you and that you can apply the information that I gave you in such a way that you can break that those cycles in your life as well. And you can break those, I'll just call them cycles, leave it at that, right? So guys, thank you for listening. I really appreciate your time and attention. I'm so grateful for, for you stopping by and listening in. I mean, I know you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me and I appreciate that. Thank you guys so much. Have a phenomenal day. Continue to be extraordinary. Break the mold. Break the generational cycles. Go get some and go be great.